episode 164, Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Welcome to Level 7, a podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a magical place. Hello and welcome to Welcome to Level 7. I'm Ben, Ben Avery, and I am one of two hosts and one of two Bens who are here to talk about, well, Marvel on the screen, if not the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the screen. So the other Ben is right here. Hello, talking Ghost Rider. Talking Ghost Rider. And (laughs) there's stuff to say. You know, and, uh, you know, this is kind of brought on by listener feedback Uh, (coughs) last week. I believe it was from, oh, was it from Jessica? I think it was. But uh, asking about seeing the movie and if they should see the movie and um, is it worth seeing the movie? And we gave a brief answer, but this is (laughs) we have a week off and we're still not quite sure exactly what our Netflix model is going to be. So this is what we're doing. <laughs> bonus, bonus, yeah. It's, it's it's a freebie. It's a. It is. It's so a buy one get two Ghost Rider movies for free. So exactly, yeah, two for the price of one. Some might say that's still overpriced, and others would say, "Ooh, great deal." But I think it's a good deal. <laughs> I think it's a good deal. So you get, you get you get double you get double the Nicolas Cage. So oh man, we got to talk about it. you know. There's some Nick Cage stuff. I'm dying to talk about. <laughs> yeah, but before we do, I did want to give a shout out, a thanks to um, Jr. Gas with two S's, thirty-one, uh, who left a five-star review on iTunes for us, and just wanted to say we appreciate it. Thank you for taking the time to to click the buttons, but also to type in the message and. Um, I don't know if this will show up on regular iTunes because he's from Canada, but um, hey, I, we still appreciate it. All it all counts. It yeah, all counts. Yeah. Well, and it. we get we get reports from every iTunes country that's out there, um, but the we don't get many reports from a lot of other countries. Most of the reports that we get are from the United States. And this is the first one, if not first, first in a long time that we've gotten from Canada. And so Canadian iTunes. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're helping us out. So we appreciate it. And it, it does a lot uh, to just that quick little brief moment to leave an iTunes review. What it does is it just helps us to feel like we're not alone it helps us to see, you know, well, here's someone who's actually taking the time to do this instead of just saying, oh, I like this, you know, taking the time to, to tell people you like it. And it's appreciated. It really is. Yeah, it helps us get discovery, too. So yeah. people get to yeah. see, you know, which, what, what, uh, what podcasts are available and popular based on reviews and, and activity. So it all helps. Yeah. And they also see what people like about different podcasts you know when you look at the reviews you're not just seeing oh five stars you're seeing oh this person likes this particular element of the podcast and exactly so so thank you again and uh with that said 
Um, I'm, I'm just going to quickly say we are available on Stitcher. I don't know if we have reviews on Stitcher. Um, we may not. I, I don't know. But we're available on Stitcher. We're also available like on any Android apps. And so you actually can go to welcomelevel7.com slash Android, and it'll take you to a place where you can see all the Android apps that, that are available, and it'll help you to be able to get our feed onto that app uh, a little bit easier. So just throwing that out there. And we got business out of the way. It's time for us to talk about Ghost Rider. It's time to, to play. You know, we're, 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 not, we're not getting in heavy and deep with you know, Colson and, and what's going on with him and, you know, May and being left in a straight jacket, you know, and, and we're, we're, we're just talking Nick Cage. We're, we're just talking Nick Cage. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta love <laughs> Nick Cage. I mean, come on that guy. If you want somebody to choose your scenery, whoo, he's the guy. Yeah. He's the man for that. So here's the funny thing, you know, Back around, what was it, 2000, 2001? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. But there was a time when people were talking about Nick Cage potentially playing Superman. I don't know if you're aware of all of this or or any of it. But um, it, you, it, it got to the point where Mad TV actually did a, a sketch of <laughs> Nick Cage playing Clark Kent and Superman, but playing them in the way that he would have played like the, the character from leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> and so he's drunk and he's just, all, you know, it's, he's sloppy and, and all that kind of thing. And it, <laughs> not, it, not your normal, not your normal interpretation of a Superman. Character. No, no, not at all. And <laughs> it was a funny sketch, you know, but then it was real, you know, there were, there were different press conferences and, and, you know, guest appearances on TV shows where he would talk about what he wanted to do as Superman. Not only that, this was when Tim Burton was wow. being looked at that, to direct. And the, the movie wow. <laughs> the movie was called, I believe, Superman <clears throat> Lives. And there's a documentary that I found out about at a at a well, I found out before the convention, but I went to a Wizard World convention and the table behind my table where I was selling my comics was this company that had made the death of Superman lives, which is a movie all about this Tim Burton, Nick cage collaboration that never happened. And it is nice. fascinating. It is fascinating. I watched it with Evan, David, um, who, you know, as, as part of the, the podcast team. And, uh, we, he thought it was okay. He was hoping for more excitement or something. I don't know what he was looking for because it's a documentary about people making a movie that doesn't get finished. But um, it, I was just fascinated. And they had like Tim Burton's designs and they had all the concept art that from people who took Tim Burton's designs of Brainiac. And he's like the spidery head thing. And uh, it was just fascinating. So Nick Cage obviously didn't play Superman, <laughs> never played yeah. Superman. What we ended up getting was uh, Superman Returns, which is basically a love letter to the first two uh, Richard Donner Superman movies. But Nick Cage then, I'm just wondering, what's his mindset here? He says, you know what? I I can't do Superman, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to do whatever superhero I can get my hands on. 
And I've heard he has a tattoo of Ghost Rider. I, I don't know if this is true, but he's a huge comic fan. They yeah. say the reason he's Nick Cage is because he was using, you know, when he was coming up with his, you know, actor name. I don't know what they call that when you take on a new name as an actor. Um, but it's a stage name or pseudonym? Stage name, name yeah, or? stage name. That's yeah, what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, that he used Nick Cage because of Luke Cage. Which is timely. That's timely time information. That's also, yeah, timely. yeah. Perfect timing. Timely here. on Netflix. <laughs> and so he, but he, <clears throat> he had a comic collection and he's, you know, him playing Superman was him like doing a dream kind of thing. But he does Ghost Rider since he can't do Superman. It's about it's about as uh, opposite as you can go on the spectrum. Well, yeah, I mean, from the spectrum of the character and what the character means and represents to the character and what the character has as far as pop cultural um, influence to yeah. the kinds of stories that you're going to get from these characters to Quite the different. just how much people actually know about the character. I mean, yeah, you can't go more opposite. I, I guess you could. Yeah. He could have played well. He could be Man Thing. That be, that, well, that might be more opposite than than Ghost Rider, but only by a little. Only by a little. Bit. Still on the little. same same edge of the of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. So here we are, and we got not one Ghost Rider movie, but two. Two, yeah. Two. Ghost Ghost Rider in two thousand seven, and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance in two thousand eleven. So, Ben, yes. when did you see these movies first? Oh, I, I am I am ashamed to admit that I actually saw the ashamed. first Ghost Rider in the theater. Don't be ashamed. I was there opening weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was I was excited. I went to see what, what it was going to look like. Um, I thought the I thought they did a good job with the trailer. And, you know, it's an interesting character. So and it was it was in the time when. That we didn't have the MCU yet; it was still no, in the no. far reaches, and and so it was. You know, I, I'm a sucker. I always go out for these things. So that's that's, always, that's me, though. I, I pretty much see all of them when they come out. Well, I went with my friend Chris, and we might have gone with with my other friend Gabe. I'm not sure, but we went and saw this. It was opening weekend, but it was because for me, it was oh, Ghost Rider. I've read some of these comics. I know the character, and Ooh. I like movies. For my friend, it was oh Nick Cage, like that was that was it. Like he didn't care about Ghost Rider. He didn't know about Ghost Rider. It was Nick Cage. That's what mattered to him, which isn't a bad thing. I'm not. I'm not. No, Nick Cage definitely has. Um, I, I mean, I like. I really like Face Off. There's 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 a list of of movies that he's done that I, I, I I've enjoyed a lot. So especially at that time, he didn't quite. Um, I think post this this movie. He he started. He had a run there where there wasn't always good movies, but I like I like I like um, National Treasure. So that was, that's a pretty good. I enjoy that movie a lot. Good adventure type movie. So he he has his he has his niche. He fits so. certain characters really really well. He like does. Raising Arizona. That's how I first saw him. Yeah, and love that movie. Um, but then after that, there's just certain different movies that would show up and he's in it like uh, and and sometimes he really fits like um yeah the rock 
Con Air face off. He, yeah. he had those mm-hmm. all in a row. And then he mm-hmm. does um, Snake Eyes. That I'm looking at, by the way, his the IMDb listing. Okay. Yeah. That, I'm not just pulling these out of out Hey, Millimeter was in there too. That was actually really good. I thought he was, that was a really powerful kind of movie too. I thought he was pretty good in. Well, and the other one that's in there is City of Angels. City of Angels, yeah. Which was <laughs> a romantic dramedy, I think, with uh, Meg Ryan. And it was a remake of a movie by Wim Wenders. That oh, what was that called though? I can't remember what it was called. Wings of Desire, Wings of Desire, I think. Outside of my knowledge on that. Okay, know. well, it's it's a it's a foreign film, and it, the sure. only reason I even knew about it was because YouTube was on the soundtrack and was involved in, in ah. at some. Okay, and, and so that's what turned me on to Wim Wenders. And but anyway, I saw City of Angels simply because it was a remake of this thing and like what is this isn't working <laughs> i don't i don't know and then yeah so he yeah Na- national treasure that that was before ghost rider i that was i want to say that it was it it's was 2004 yeah 2004 there you go yeah and then ghost rider was 2007 national treasure sequel was the same year 2007 the year of nick cage oh here's one i forgot about adaptation from 2002 yeah, yeah that was really good that was i think we i think we even mentioned that in in the in one of our early podcasts that that movie yeah. we mentioned that one yeah that that movie is fascinating because they're adapting a book about uh just finding an orchid like in, in the in the the, the rainforest or something like that and, and the adaptation is just so fascinating because they completely take it and turn it into something completely different. Uh, oh, and he's in the upcoming USS Indianapolis, which I am actually very excited to see that movie. That's the the story of the Indianapolis that sank. And it's actually the story that um, Quint tells in Jaws. Uh, oh, okay. The, the USS Indianapolis, it's, it yeah. sinks and the, Sailors are all like trying to stay afloat and stay alive. And there's sharks that are coming. It's the biggest shark attack ever, I think, or something like that. Um, but anyway, um, we're kind of getting we went on a Nick, Nick, Nick Cage digression. Well, you know, why not? We're talking about this. So that was like us eating scenery. And we were, it was almost like an homage there to uh, to a Nick Cage scene. He just kind of goes off the rails. So. It just goes where it's going to take you. Yeah. It goes wherever you're feeling it. So he does Ghost Rider in 2007. He does Ghost Rider 2 in 2011. Holy cow. The 2011, he did Season of the Witch, Drive Angry, Seeking Justice, Trespass, and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. This is his. Does he sleep? I guess he doesn't he's a busy need to. Man. Yeah, he's just he's just <laughs> constantly moving. He's like a shark. If he stops moving, he can't breathe. Oh man! Oh, and then left behind for all of you uh, children of uh, Christian culture of the '90s. Left behind. Yeah, that I did not see this with him. If I did see it, it would be because of him, though. Man. So he's a special kind of guy, though, and he's a special kind of actor. He throws himself in, and so he does Ghost Rider. He is Johnny Blaze, the original Ghost Rider. So, well, sort Spirit, of, right? Well, <laughs> Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> when did you see that? 
Um, I saw that. Um, I want to. I, I did not go to the theater for that. I saw that on a on DVD. I actually went and got it on a. a I didn't buy it, but I, I rented it. So I it took some it. effort. It was either Redbox or Netflix. I can I can't remember. I bought it. Oh, did you buy it? <laughs> I did. I did. Did you see it in the th- Did you see it in the theater too? No, I did not. Okay. I, I don't not. know how long of a release it got in the theater. It wasn't long. Uh, I like Idris Elba, so that was one of the main reasons why I gave it a go because I, I I like him as an actor, although he's very not like he normally is in that in that movie in that role. So, it, but yeah, yeah. I, I mostly watched it because I want to see how he was in the, in that role. Yeah, and so this was before Thor. Yeah, I'm not sure him. when they shot it. It might have been almost around, right around the same time because. Thor came out around between Thor was 2011, and yeah, yeah. So it was, it, it, they may have shot it concurrently, or he might have. I, I, I remember seeing uh, an article around that time how that's one of the reasons they pulled him into Thor was they liked him in, in you know in, in the role, and so I guess there was some connection between early Mar- uh, Marvel Studios and then some of the stuff that was happening with these, I guess, Marvel Knights is what they branded this at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And there was talk of them doing some other bringing in back blade and that never happened. And, and so there was, there was all these talks of different things, but <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. So I saw this, I saw this on DVD cause I bought it, <clears throat> but honestly mm-hmm. I didn't remember the ending. And so oh, okay. <laughs> this time around, I'm like, I, I don't remember any of this. I don't remember the whole, and we're going to try not to spoil too much, so I'm not going to say too much, but I don't remember any of the the climax at all. I might have stopped it to watch it and and finish it another day or something. Uh, You know, like maybe it was getting late, so I was just going to watch it the next night, and and then I just never came back to it. I don't know, but... I, did I didn't remember, remember the first any one. Of the I, 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 I didn't. I didn't even. Remember. I. I think after I saw it in the theater, I don't think I ever really watched it again. So, the, so just watching it recently, the last few days, it, it's like, wow, okay, that's what this movie was. So, yeah. yeah. Both of these movies are that way for me too. It just I it consumed it, but then I kind of forgot most of it. Well, the so first one I didn't it again. I, I didn't forget much of the first one, but I think because of the the tone, it struck. And mm-hmm. I've watched the first one. I, I've now watched it three times. Once in the theater, once on DVD when I brought it home, and, and then now for for this. And I don't. <laughs> some people are saying, "Ben, you're wasting your life. You know, <laughs> you, you can't get those hours back that you spent with that movie." <laughs> and and there's well, truth to that, but. <sighs> I don't want to. I think. I think we maybe we can give people at least there's there's still enough uh, good Ghost Rider stuff in there. Uh, there's some good uh, Easter eggs. Um, there, there's a, there's a few things I thought that are at least worth mentioning. That's not a complete waste. Don't, I've seen worse movies. Put it that way. <laughs> that that were about lesser things. So, yeah. But, yeah. And 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 you know there's there's actually I. I there's some good actors in, especially the first movie with um, Sam Elliott being it, and a little bit of Peter Fonda. So there's some good, there's some good talent there. That, that at least they're, they're they're giving some good lines. Well, and that's the thing is, I don't hate this movie. Yeah, I I don't hate Ghost Rider. I actually there's moments 
and there's scenes and there's performances that I enjoy. You mentioned Peter yeah. Fonda. He plays Mephistopheles. Mm-hmm. And he's Peter Fonda. <laughs> you know? He's the, he's the easy rider. <laughs> yeah. And the ghost rider. Totally. Like, how could you not how could you not like that? And and there's and honestly, you know, that easy rider connection, that I don't think is an accident. I, I think oh, that no, that's part of why they went after him is because of easy rider and oh man and and then you also have uh sam elliott he was he was fantastic i, I like i just anything you can just give him any role in any movie just let him read whatever he's gonna read now I, I will stare at it and listen but yeah it's it's the it's captivating you know my, my friend who says uh patrick stewart can read the phone book and he'll pay money to hear it and i think sam elliott has a little bit of of the uh, uh, not a little bit. I mean, he totally has that going for him. He's got that, definitely got that. Put him on a porch somewhere, anywhere, and just give him a, a book to read, and I, I think you can you can sell that. Yeah, just yeah. camera up and go. And of course, this isn't this isn't Sam Elliott's first rodeo. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> I he mean, was just in. Uh, he was in. He was in the Hulk movie. Yeah, uh, he was. Just he was General Ross. Yeah. yeah, so he was well. He, that was one of those casts, and I remember at the time I was like, "Wait, what does this mean? What does this mean?" Um, before you knew what what his role was going to be. Yeah, and, and so he now he's known just for that gruff, uh, what a rough character. He's in a lot of westerns, and I think that's you know exactly the reason to bring him in here is is because mm-hmm. he is he's just that weathered. He's a cowboy. I mean, yeah, he's... he totally is. He totally is. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the most recent thing I've seen him in is, um, oh, what's the show called? I can't remember what the show is called. It's it's with, um, maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but it's with, uh, oh, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher? Ashton, uh, yeah. That's the one. That's the guy. Yes. It's yeah. a like a Netflix original. Oh, I terrible see. comedy. I've, I've never seen it, so I don't know. Oh, it's it's bad. I guess I'll I will avoid it. It's it's not it's not funny. It's not great. <laughs> it's yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, he's wonderful in this, and I love the western vibe that they give parts of this movie. But then you also have the evil Knievel vibe. Yeah, and. I, I just watched a documentary about Evil Knievel um, that is great, except for uh, Johnny Knoxville, who oh yeah, yeah he could be a little obnoxious. Well, he produced the thing, and then he's okay. all over in it. Okay, he's, he's all over like interviewing. You know, they're interviewing all these different stunt people, and yeah, he he puts the, himself in front of the camera to to talk about you know the the effect that Evil Knievel had on him. But watching that documentary. And then turning around and watching this this movie a couple months later, and you can totally see that for both Nick Cage and his dad, they're they're definitely going for a an evil Knievel vibe with him, and it, it's it's fun. 
Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, team team Johnny Blaze. So that was that was that was a lot of that was a lot of fun there. I thought actually, that, I mean, I'm going to live into the movie, but if if this had been one of those MCU movie in that carnival scene, I was, I was thinking, oh, I mean, you're probably going to see a uh, Clint Barton scene in there with him shooting the arrow <laughs> at one of the carny and one of the carny boots or something like that. But well, there was plenty of opportunity for things like <clears> that if this had been MCU. If this had been MCU, when they're flipping yeah. channels and yeah. you know, and he's watching you know monkey stunts or whatever it is oh know? yeah and, uh-huh. or and also when they're in the the uh the winnebago thing mm-hmm. and they're flipping channels those have been you know, great opportunities for them to drop in little little easter eggs but instead they're using it as as character moments and it's fun because his team they're playing a video game of him you know it's, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like uh uh tony hawk you know some of his his posse might be playing uh you know the tony hawk uh, PlayStation game or whatever, and they're doing that. And um, he's this is one of those deep dark secrets that I probably shouldn't reveal, but I, I may have already revealed this before here. But um, I love that Nick Cage listens to the Carpenters because that's <laughs> that's one of the things I do when no one's around. Is I, I put on my my Carpenters album on iTunes, and as soon as I my my first Christmas music album every year is is going to be karen carpenter singing the christmas carols with her with her brother and and so he's listening to the carpenters and come on man you know like hey this is great this is he's he's listening to the the carpenters to get pumped up to go do a stunt (laughs) where he's gonna (laughs) jump over six helicopters which sometimes it's always it's the surprising things you know of uh Maybe somebody who gets too amped up, they have to uh, yeah. listen to something else. Bring like, themselves back offbeat. down. Yeah, bring, you know, a little offbeat, a little offbeat for their what they're in the frame of mind they're in. So the character is he's, he's quirky, he's manic, he's uh, distracted, constantly distracted, and I, I like the character they've built here. Now the character is not Johnny Blaze from the comics, so much as the character is Nick Cage. yes nick cage as johnny blaze (laughs) and so really here's what's going to determine if you like this movie or not do you like nick cage when he's doing his nick cage thing he's at peak he's he's peak peak nick cage in this movie he's turned nick cage up to 11 you know 11.5 in real life nick cage is probably a, a seven or a six and he's able to dial it down and dial it up depending on the role. And he can act. The guy can actually act. That, that's the thing that we have to not forget mm-hmm. is I feel like he walks through National Treasure. Um, and I feel like there are times when he's just being crazy and manic, but he actually mm-hmm. can act. He does. Diff- he, he knows his craft. He just goes nuts. <laughs> Sometimes. He probably has fun doing it. You, you know he has fun. You know, he's, he's, he's just going for it. He yeah. is going for it. And now the character <laughs> in Spirit of Vengeance is a much darker version in, in my mind. Definitely a different tone. Definitely yeah. a different tone. And, and it sounds like they're trying to course correct in, in some ways to say, okay, so that's the movie then. Uh, well, I, I feel like it's their last gasp. They're saying, okay, the Marvel movies are a thing now. Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, and now Thor, you know, they're making money. What do we have? Ghost Rider. And Nick Cage still wants to be Ghost Rider. So, okay, well, 
let's, let's. I I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt if they asked him to do a third one, he'd probably do it. So he does it. He does everything though. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think if you would have offered him the third one, he would have said, oh, "Let's do it. Let's do it. Where's the mask? And um, let's get going." Yeah. Well, the mask. Is, the engines. The, the mask is CGI, but he. He was the he, he, the ghost rider in this in, in Spirit of Vengeance. He's the one that's doing the motion capture. Yeah, he's doing the mocap. Yeah, uh, and so it's it's a different ghost rider in some ways. I think a computer, if they if they if it tried to model Nick Cage without having Nick Cage there, the, the computer would would explode because I just don't think it has a computing <laughs> capacity to to account for all of the the, the ticks that <laughs> that Nick Cage would deliver in any one scene. You would blow your whole budget trying to trying to calculate that. Yeah, I mean that's that's how you destroy it. If it was an evil computer, is it an evil computer? You know, give them give it compute. You know, compute uh, render, Nick Cage. Yeah, render Nick, Nick, Nick Cage emoting and be like, <laughs> you know, everything's on fire. Cannot, cannot, cannot compute. Logic error, logic error. Yeah. So if you ever Smoke want to crash start- the AI, that's how you do it. Render Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> So, Render incomplete. I give up. We surrender. Yeah, but it wasn't him doing the motion capture in in the first one, from what it's I understand. Not. Okay, and and so it was someone else. But he brings the manic. I mean, he brings the crazy in the transformation. That first transformation scene yeah. for the first movie. Uh, I mean, the, just the look on his face, the eyes where he's trying. He's like in pain, but then he's like, "Wait, mm-hmm. this is great. This feels great." You know, but no, I'm in pain. And, it's it, it's Nick Cage turned up to 11. Turned up to 11. What else can be said, man? <laughs> and yeah, so if you like Nick Cage turned up to 11, you're going to love this. Maybe, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, the other guy who I think he did pretty good was um uh Wes Bentley, the guy who plays um Blackheart, the the villain. Thought he did an admirable job in that you know, making a villain. You can give I don't think they gave him enough to do, but it served the purpose of, you know, uh, the villain, the villain for the role. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think so. I think all of them. I, I, like the yeah, whole I don't gang know about the demons, of the little side demons, they were okay, but um But they're they're just there as I mean, they're cannon fodder. Exactly. You know, they're, but I, I they they missed the joke though. They they didn't go for the earth, wind and water joke, which they that was there. Because that was kind of what they those demons were based on. Oh, they're totally so there yeah, a, the elements. And he's fire, so the earth, wind, fire. Uh, there was there was they, they. I was surprised Nick Cage didn't get that in there. Maybe he tried. Maybe he tried and it got cut. Yeah, there's two cuts of this movie, by the way. Really? Yeah, I did yeah. Not, I just seen the. I probably just seen the the, the normal cut. Then. Well, how did you watch it? I um I watched it um I watched it on a uh, on a cable recording, so something that wasn't from a DVD. Oh, okay. Because the DVD is is a theatrical cut, and then they okay. did a um, extended cut, which is the version that's on Hulu. Ah, okay. And so I watched this. It kind of threw me for a loop because I was, how did I do this? I've never seen that cut, so maybe maybe was, that's next. My next. <laughs> my next oh man, it's not that game. much better. I mean, or worse. It, <laughs> but, it's not like the ultimate cut for DC. It's not one of those. No, 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 no. Where. Uh, yeah. Oh, if you watch this version, you're really going to understand it. You know, you all the all the problems you have with this. No, but I was I started watching it on uh, the DVD. OK. And uh, was waiting for my iPad to charge up. 
And so when my iPad was charged, I just turned off the DVD and and then started watching it on on Hulu on my iPad. And I went to 35 minutes and it wasn't at the same point that I had been at when I was watching it on my laptop on the, the disc. And I realized the Hulu version is two hours long. It's, it, I, I don't know the exact timing, but it, it's another like they added in 10, 15 minutes of of just short scenes here and there. Some of the stuff with him as a kid, I, I went and looked it up then to see what the difference was between the two versions. Did I miss enough to go back and rewatch the okay. beginning again? I did not. I, I was fine with it. So yeah. <laughs> See now I, I, I've been educated there. I didn't even realize that was something that I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know there was two, another cut out there. Yeah. So Nick Cage is doing anything. You know what kills the movie for me, honestly, and and nothing against her, but Eva Mendez as the mm. love interest. Uh, she just, I mean, I've seen her in other movies and she's fine, you know, but in this, it just, yeah. it, she just doesn't work for me. And I just, and maybe it's not her, maybe it's, it's him or him and her. I just feel like there's no connection there. And he works for me as crazy Johnny Blaze, goofy Johnny Blaze and crazy, you know, ghostwriter. So he's the title character. Yeah, and he works as the title character mostly, but you bring in her, and it's just kind of oh no, this is not this is not working. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I know that in the um, in, in you know in the in the comic canon, she, she obviously plays an important role. Um, but I, I feel like they outside of in the beginning when they said they said uh, it was a different actress mm-hmm. uh, as a, I guess there was teenagers there. They just kind of like let her go and then they throw her back in as this reporter that somehow is just this connection and it, yeah it just it, i know what you mean it just didn't really work it, everything kind of fell flat and she's there to be the girl yeah yeah know? exactly and, and and they're supposed to be this oh this is deep love i just it just didn't didn't it didn't work it, it, it seemed unnecessary um given you know what nick cage had been doing with the role up until that point um, he just didn't seem like, I don't know, it just didn't seem most necessary. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 this was released. And she didn't really, and, and she didn't, and she didn't really serve a point in the movie either. No. It, it, even towards the end. And, and given that they, they did a sequel, she's not even in it. So obviously they, it must've felt the same way. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it served her whole role. There was really no, uh, yeah, there really no point. Cause well, here's here's the here's the thing though. With this movie, it got released Valentine's Day weekend. Mm. Now, not because of the romance stuff. <laughs> you know, not. I mean they, but they they the story they're they're trying to tell a romance story with this, and it just doesn't work. And I just feel like okay, they they drop that completely for the sequel. Not just her, they drop that idea of the, the this is a full-on romance this is about i think a lot of i think a lot of studios too are sort are still trying to um they were falling into kind of that, that titanic model where you have you can have an action sequences or a movie but yet you, you need to have a romance side plot or main plot somewhere tied together and there was a, there was a whole string of movies that kind of have done that 
And I know it's kind of a, a trope it, yeah. even before Titanic, but it really, I think a lot of these uh, new, bigger blockbuster movies that now, now they've, they've, that's not really a thing as much as it was. Um, you know, prior to say maybe even like the Avengers type movies, I haven't really seen that as being a main plot. Well, and so, but this was Valentine's Day weekend. This is not. I mean, they did not have much faith in this movie. I don't think. <laughs> hey, that's when they. Well, that's when they released uh, Deadpool. So that one, that went okay. Yeah, you know that's true. They made a lot of money with Deadpool. Uh, with Ghost Rider, I mean, they made their budget back. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they made. Yeah, they made. They made. They made more than their what they what they put in. Opening weekend was fifty two million. Thanks and, to us, and and the but yeah, exactly, and the budget was one hundred and ten million, and then the it grossed the the U S gross was one hundred and fifteen million, but then it, it made other other money yeah. obviously with with international. Mm-hmm. Um, the sequel budget was fifty seven million. <laughs> they cut that budget in half. Wow! Because yeah, they, well, there's no they they wow. went to, they literally went to a deserts and barren areas. Oh, and, they they filmed it in Europe. Yeah, they, they, but it was not just in Europe though. It was like in you know construction sites and on in barren wasteland yeah, areas. It was there's Rom- nothing around Romania and Turkey. I mean, yeah. so I mean, it's cheap. But opening weekend was twenty two million but then the final u.s gross was 51 million because so. if you think about the first movie they did a lot of stuff like when they're in a city they didn't even have really any city shots everything's on an open road um you know in the second movie there's no there's not a lot of there's not a lot of sets that they had to probably have to build or anything they just kind of oh. were out on the open road and and they just got the camera going and it's it's definitely a different tone because definitely a different tone. with the first movie, it, like I said, there's there's the element of the Western, but then there's mm-hmm. the element of the kind of superhero kind of. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then there's the whole, you know, quirky leading man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. With, with Spirit of Vengeance, I mean, he's still kind of quirky, but he's definitely darker. And you're right about like the it's just open road. It's it's. It's not quite deserts, but close to it. Um, and it's filmed in Romania and Turkey, which is where mm-hmm. you go when you're filming a cheap movie. And mm-hmm. this this is uh, one phrase I've heard people use that they were trying to kind of go for a grindhouse kind mm-hmm. of feel. And and I get that from this. I, I do where where he's I mean, this feels like a Mad Max kind of thing in some ways not not 100 percent, not perfectly yeah. but as far as like it's all that about... actually would have been pretty good if actually you think about a mad max movie with ghost rider and i probably would i, I think now if they were gonna if they pitched that to me i'd probably throw my money at that i i think you're right <laughs> actually <laughs> just the style just thinking of like him in that you know in, in that in that world it would fit um yeah it would be completely different than anything else that's out there it, would, it wouldn't be it wouldn't fit into you know, a, a world or a, a, a modern city or anything like that, but it would definitely be, it'd be visually. I think it would be something to look at. Yeah. And so with this, they, they're, they're filming on the cheap. They're, they're going for, you know, the stunts it's, it's about stunts. It's about, um, car chases and, and gunfights and stuff like that. And much more action. Yeah. Much yeah. More action. And, and they're definitely going for. They're, they're trying to say, okay, we got another chance at this. 
<laughs> what are we going to do to fix it? What are we going to do to make it more like what people think they want that they didn't get from the, the first one? And and the only thing we're going to keep from the first one is the name and Nick Cage. <laughs> and we're going to get rid of all the other actors. I mean, they get rid of uh, they get rid of Mr. Fof- Mephistopheles. Yeah. Uh, which well they have a devil character yeah uh, but you know it's not Rick or whatever it's not peter fonda no it's not peter fonda no definitely not peter fonda it's not peter fonda it's not the easy rider no no and they they change the character a little bit um they they do show the origin but they make it seem like he wasn't tricked or, or wasn't accidentally signing the contract with the devil. Um, he's he's doing it because he wants to do the contract with the devil. When he was a kid, he did it because he wanted to. Um, and he there was some sin involved as far as he was being selfish and not not being selfless. He's not sacrificing himself for his father so yeah. much as he's. Um, being selfish about losing his father. And so that's why he signs the, the contract with the devil and, um, or whoever was he messed up. Did they call him Mephistopheles in this movie? I don't think they did. Not in this movie. They, they, they say, they say that it wasn't the, the it was like, they had like a little, uh, montage where they said the you know, the devil has many forms and then okay. make a deal. And, and, and so they went through a, like some historical figures and some other, that they were kind of like playing with the idea that it changes form and all that. So, um, yeah, and so this, I mean, the whole concept, let's face it, the, the concept of Ghost Rider is ridiculous, you know, and, uh, the idea that, uh, the devil would make a contract with someone and give them power. Now the, the irony of the contract from the first movie, it's one of those great ironies. I'm not going to say what it is necessarily, uh, but I'll spoil the old Saturday Night Live sketch because we're going back there again where th- it's the people's court and this woman is selling the de- uh, suing the devil who's played by John Lovitz, which is amazing. <laughs> it's really funny. But um, the whole punchline of the thing is uh, he she she asked to be made the best hairdresser in the world. And so he gave her the wish. But then anyone whose hair she did never needed to have their hair done again because she was so good. And so she couldn't get any repeat business. And, and the judge is like, is this true? And he just looks at her and says, I'm the devil. It's what I do. You know? And, but it's the whole idea of you make a deal with the devil. You're going to get a twilight zone, ironic twist to the devil that or to the deal that you've made. And it happens here in, in ghost Rider when young Johnny blaze does that it's ridiculous that the devil then would give him powers and not be able to take the powers away Yeah, when he decides he's going to use those powers to fight the devil. Well, one of my favorite versions of that, I mean, this is on the side thing too, is that there's a version in, um, in the Simpsons. I don't know if you ever watched Simpsons, yeah, but yeah. where, where, where Homer sells his soul for the donut, as long as he doesn't finish that last crumb. So as long as he sits there, he, you know, he, he'll beat the, he beats the devil's deal. So I got you get one of those feelings with uh, that. That's this type of contract. As long as you don't eat that last piece of the donut, 
you can keep all of these magical powers that you have. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it goes back to that classic monkey's paw kind of thing mm-hmm, where, mm-hmm. you know, you have three wishes and the and they did a, a Simpsons monkey paw too thing. But mm-hmm. um, where he, the the person who has the monkey's paw wishes that so and so could be back because they died. And so yeah. the monkey's paw gives them the wish, but they aren't coming back to life it's like the body is like rising from the grave and it's rotting and decaying and so yes the wish came true but literal to the word yeah Yeah. and i would say that there's those kind of stories there's truth to them Mm -hmm. you know truth with like like capital t where you know when you make a deal with someone who is a devil uh or a devil-like thing or the devil sure um you're not ever going to be able to get no, there's always going to be there's always there's always the fine print. Yeah, there's always going to be a catch uh, and you shouldn't be making a deal with that person in the first place yep. and you quote unquote deserve what you get, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's ridiculous. The whole concept is ridiculous, but they take the ridiculousness up and crank it up um, with Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance uh, when they kind of twist around the they, they they change where his power comes from a little bit and they. Um, reveal that there might be good behind some of the stuff that's in there, and then, uh, but then they also do Superman two, Spider Man two. Um, how many? I don't know how many more we can get into, but where the sequel, you have the superhero. What can you do that's new? I know we'll take away their powers, and yeah. and that's you get the middle section. Act two is basically him with no powers, and. That that's not the greatest part. So well, I'm sure it helped on the budget. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't have the same kind of feeling. Obviously, I mean, I don't remember the ending. I may or may not have finished the movie the first time I watched it. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I don't have the same fondness for Spirit of Vengeance as I do for the first one. But there is some cool moments for sure. There's definitely some visual stuff that that I thought they they definitely bring the you know the over the topness and but it's actually entertaining in a kind of like you know turn turn your logic kind of off and you know there's a scene where he, he he's in the construction site and he takes over that giant piece of machinery because anything he drives anything he drives can be becomes, can be turned, right yeah becomes a, the, a, the hell version of it yeah so i mean that was um that was pretty outlandish um and and yeah, I think you mentioned there being a little bit of that Mad Max, and there's a scene where he, you know that he's driving through a couple of uh, in a chase scene. I thought that was when he jumping on the the hoods of cars and doing some crazy stuff. So there was definitely some things in there that just on their own, they're like, okay, this is entertaining for what you're seeing. This is you know over the top action. And please do not get me wrong though, Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> is a fantastic, wonderful, amazing yeah. visual movie with actual things that it says, even though there's hardly any words spoken that you should see. Go see that movie. Yes. I am not comparing this to that <laughs> in a very favorable way. I'm just saying there's a vibe. There's a vibe. Maybe going back to like the road warrior. You know, or, or the first Mad Max, but not it, not Fury Road. Well, that whole not that even whole Thunderdome. Like, yeah, not even Thunderdome. Yeah. 
Well, anytime you get cars being chased by somebody and, and it's in kind of a dystopian setting, a wasteland, you're, you're always yeah. going to kind of bring that kind of aesthetic and just, it just, it just comes to your mind when, when you see that aesthetic. So and I think it came were, to were, mind. That's all. That's it. Yeah, That's all it's yeah. doing. <laughs> it's, yeah. If somebody did a, a fan made video version of one of those movies, it was, it was more, maybe more in that, that quality. Yeah, it is better than the Asylum version. Okay, there you go. I haven't seen all of it, but I did not feel like watching it when I started it. So, yeah. So, yeah, better than that. And, you know, there's some competent filmmaking going on here. And mm-hmm. there's some moments. Yeah, visually. It's it's all the moments are all visual, though. They're yeah, all those. Yeah, all visual for sure. Um, it's, not, it's it's very superficial the the enjoyment of the second one yeah yeah so <laughs> but uh plot yeah it's not not the easiest to follow necessarily there's do you think they they named I, mean, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not but i mean the oh, the, the kid? kid being named da- named Danny is that like a a reference to Danny Ketch you think i don't know i i don't know i and i didn't catch it until later on People are saying again. <laughs> I don't know if I finished the movie, so. <laughs> yeah. but then I heard people talking about you know him being named Danny because Johnny Blaze is the first. He's the original Ghost Rider uh, in the in the comics. Well, he's the first one to appear in comics as this flaming skull Ghost Rider. Okay, uh, but there were previous Ghost Riders, but not in print before him. Does that make sense? I think, I think there's so. a ghost writer in a Western comic, but he did. I don't think he had the, the flaming skull. Like when they, they took the name from the Western comic that, that Marvel had and then turned it into this and then retconned the original, uh, something like that. But anyway, then you had Danny. Is it catch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Danny catch the second ghost writer. And, yeah, so they name the kid that basically Danny is the MacGuffin of, of, the MacGuffin, of yeah. Spirit of Vengeance. And and he yeah, so as the MacGuffin, he's important, but only important as far as he's the thing that everybody wants. And you know, the way that they set up his character, he could potentially have been the star of a third Ghost Rider movie. Not the kid necessarily. But, but that character, but that character, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was yeah. definitely there was definitely something it was going on with that that was beyond what they were trying to do for this particular movie. And, there, and I thought the I thought the, there was some interesting moments for the the kid as a character. That that character when um, they're in the, he, he's being captured and he's in the car and he causes the car to flip. I thought that was um, kind of an empowering moment for the kids. Like it was kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. So there was there was a few little things like that where I thought, oh, okay, that's an interesting character. But overall, it's like you know they're just there to be the like you said, be the thing that everyone wants to take control of. Yeah, and they do some funky things, and there's some cool things with like the monks that that's helping them out and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't go Gonzo enough for me to really latch onto it and say this is crazy. Uh, it's 
I did like the black. I mean, I did like this blackout where he was touching. There was a lot of visual things where he was touching anything that was alive, and it was like he was trying to eat, and then he he grabs the he grabs the Twinkie, and the Twinkie doesn't disintegrate. And... Yeah, because he can he can cause everything to basically rot, age. Yeah, you know, and but Twinkies don't go not a Twinkie. Bad. Yeah, not a Twinkie. So, Which but, you know, now you say that, I'm glad that scene was in there because Twinkies. And hostess cupcakes and fruit pies just don't get enough screen time considering the Marvel history that they have <laughs> in the ads that I enjoyed as a child. <laughs> you got to bring it back. Maybe we'll have uh, we'll have uh, Hulk out in um, the Ragnarok, you know, out there in space. <laughs> and he'll find a Twinkie floating somewhere. Something that came out of the collector's collection. Yeah. We, we've thing. talked about this before, about how um, <clears throat> the Marvel one shot with Coulson, a funny thing happened on the way to Thor's hammer mm-hmm. where he stops at the gas station and, and thwarts uh, a robbery using stuff from the, the convenience store part of the gas station. I wish, cause he sits down or uh, crouches down and is looking at a display of little Debbie snack cakes. It should have been Twinkies and Hostess. <laughs> you know, it should have been. He doesn't have to use them. He doesn't have to save the day with them the way that they would, you know. But if it just had been a little bit of a reference to that, it would have been wonderful. Just wonderful. Missed opportunity. Totally. 100% missed opportunity. So I don't know anything, any details behind why they went with Little Debbie. If that was product placement or Twinkie said, yeah, we'll do it. We'll let you do it, but you got to pay us. I don't know, but yeah, it worked. Though. It was it was a good it was a good visual gag. It was and the whole thing is, um, that you're talking about the Twinkie now. The yeah, yeah, he, back to he, the original. That he couldn't yeah, destroy. It, yeah, destroy. But yeah. then he ate it and he took the wrapper out of his mouth. I just thought the whole that whole sequence was great. It was just it was funny. It just added something. It was in a big Campbell character moment for that character. Kind of. He's a little off kilter. He was a little goofy. And now he has this crazy, horrible power, yet he's still kind of kind of horrible and goofy at the same time. So yeah, I thought it was a it was, it was a nice little funny moment. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's yeah, the, the other movie, the movie oh, didn't have a lot of funny moments in it either. The movie had some, but it wasn't it wasn't quite it didn't have the, the, the whimsy that the uh the first ghost rider had. No, no it didn't. It, this one felt more yeah whimsy versus angry i think this is angry manic nick cage Mm -hmm. you know screaming and growling you know as ghost rider and the other one was was quirky goofy nick cage but there's still some edge to it i mean Mm -hmm. it's it's still a violent and dark movie but not not nearly as much as, as the second one i think especially the the third act of of the of, of the of the first ghost rider had a lot more darker tones and you know just yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's definitely not like how the how the beginning of the movie it doesn't quite it does have a it does kind of switch up a little bit as as the movie's going on it, it still never gets really super dark but there's definitely a lot more visually things are dark and you know, he's, he's battling demons so I mean, it has to yeah, be a little yeah. bit dark so it's just you know just just in the nature of what's happening but so hey uh the first one had sam elliott and Mm -hmm. and peter fonda this one has idris elba who i wouldn't call him a classic actor i mean he's a fantastic actor but at this point in time he wasn't 
Idris Elba. He was. Yeah, I don't think. Oh, he, he's that. Idris Elba. <laughs> but then, I knew him because I watched The Wire. So I watched The Wire. I and keep so, hearing about that. Yeah, it's 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 definitely one of those things you, you should watch. But yeah, I, I loved him in The Wire, and so when he this is kind of when you first get in his his you know his he's starting to get in a lot more roles. So I yeah, so I was I was always on the lookout whenever he was in something. I give it a, I give it a look. Like I went and saw the twenty twenty eight months later, which was like the sequel to the 28 weeks later zombie movie yeah. just because I heard that he was in that movie. I was like, Oh, okay. It's one of the reasons I saw it. And I was like, Oh, he's going to play some kind of military person. I barely remember him being in that. Was yeah. He? he was not in it for very long. He played okay. another, uh, military person in, um, in Cloverfield, which was one of those things where you see him pop up and it just, he, was he in started Cloverfield? Getting, he was in Cloverfield. He was also another military. I don't remember guy. him in that either. Oh yeah, I know you, you, if you'll see between, 2006 or so when i guess when the, right around the time when the wire was, was was towards the end of it it's run and then about by the time he got into thor he he pops up in a lot of little things here and there because I, I know I, I think there was just a lot of people who probably were a fan of him yeah. and just wanted to fan cast him in something you know like, hey let's get him in here so you'll see if you ever watch the wire and then you watch movies and tv shows after in certain little roles these these wire actors will pop up everywhere because i just think the writers and the, the produ- producers like the show so they just try to find a find an actor and put him in something but he's one of those ones where he, he was popping up well he you know, he was in the yeah. office that was that was huge but for yeah, that me, was later. yeah mm-hmm. and and um luther the mm-hmm. bbc show that's and, great. That's, i've seen that that's great that's yeah just, yeah I, li- I liked him in that uh pacific rim he was the best okay. name yeah. ever for a yeah. character was it S- yeah. Stalker per- Pentecost, I think, something like that. And then Prometheus, I really liked him in Prometheus. Um, but but then I could also say, yeah, I I can't say I didn't like him in anything. Like anything that I've seen that he's in, I can't say I didn't like him. He, I, I, I liked him in everything, even Star Trek Beyond. Uh, he's in the Dark Tower. Yeah, that's that's probably going to be his big. He's the gunslinger. Yeah, that's probably going to be the one that you know if he is going to get blown up beyond where he is right now, that movie will probably be it. Because yeah. I'm one of those ones who are like, hey, if they're going to put if they were going to go a new Bond and and you know his name was thrown out there, I'm behind that. So, I you know as much things he could be in, I'm like, hey, put him in there. It sounds good. I because I, I he's 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 good to me. So I love the way he acts. So. At this point in time, he wasn't Idris Elba, like I was saying, though. No, and no, so he's not quite that level. Their name actor, their, their Peter Fonda for, for Spirit of Vengeance, or their Sam Elliott, was Christopher Lambert, or Lambert, 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 Lambert. Yeah. Lambert. I always thought it was just Lambert, but I it's guess. It's French it pronunciation. Uh, okay. I thought it was Lambert, too, and then I heard people talking about him and how he wants to. Okay. Make sure you know it's Lambert. Okay, Lambert. I don't know. He was he, he was he was finding those Highlander movies. Yeah, well, that's you know he. I think when I think of Christopher Lambert, uh, I think of Highlander. I think of those kinds of movies. I I think of just the the eighties violence movies. For, yeah. for lack of a better term, yeah. 80s violence movies. And so bringing him into this, they're definitely, you know, saying, OK, this is this is just going to be that kind of thing, you know, and I should say just going to be that kind of thing. It is that kind of thing. I don't think anyone's setting out to just be something, but 
with this movie, they're definitely saying, hey, we're bringing in Christopher Lambert. And so we're going to we want people to think about movies like Highlander and whatever else. I, 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 I know a ton of stuff, stuff, but yeah, I can I couldn't you can I have to go look at his IG page. I wouldn't know Mortal Kombat. I know that Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, and just a lot of just fantasy type movies. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. So anyway, yeah, Ghost Rider. So which one's your favorite? Oh my oh, goodness! Two, you gotta choose one. Oh my goodness! Um, let's go with the, I, I. You know, it, Sam Elliott's in the first one, so I have to go with that. I, I, I anytime they were uh, with Sam Elliott was in it, I was enjoying it. So yeah, and I, I would, I, I definitely go with the first one too. There's that fun one, things like they named they named the town uh, San Vincenzo, which is like Spanish for you know like Saint Vengeance, you know. Yeah. So just little stuff like that. Those are fun. Those are fun things. Well, and the Ghost Rider song, yeah, the Ghost yep. Riders in the Sky, that one, and yeah. that's in there. I mean, it's in there, and and then the whole um, the two Ghost Riders together. That's a that's probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. I, oh, I ride, love that scene. Too. Yeah, visually, oh man, I, that that was really cool in the theater too. Like when you got that big screen for that scene. Yeah, yeah, that was. That's the thing that makes this movie something that I don't necessarily regret watching three times. So, <laughs> um, if that's oh, there's there's things in there. Come on, it's no, not I know, but it's not. It's just not great, you know. No, no. It's it, and it's not one. I mean, we've talked about it for an hour now, but it's not one where I would say to anyone, "Hey, you know what you need to see? <laughs> you really just need to sit down and watch some Ghost Rider, man." But think about the other Marvel movies that were coming out. These the, the smaller ones where you had you had the you know the 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 Matt the the you know Matt Matt Murg in, in Daredevil. You had around like a little bit earlier. Yeah. You had Elektra, and you had this. And you had your various Punishers. You had your one with John Travolta was a little bit before this. So you had like these, and then you had a uh, you know you had the Hulk movie, the, the Angley Hulk. So you had like these attempts to you know to kind of play with these characters that didn't they you know, wasn't always fully fully there yet. And so you know, when you when you weigh it against those other ones before you had the you know before you had Iron Man, it, 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 it's fine. It's not it's not it's it's in that it's in that category. So. History will probably not be too kind to it, but at the time it was not. I don't think it was as horrible. You know, people maybe want to look at it now in retrospect. Well, you okay? I mean, there's been uh, you know dozens of superhero movies since then. Mm-hmm. You know, and and some of them worse. Honestly, some of them yeah. are worse than this, but most of them tend to be better than this. And so this is falling in under that under the fifty percent. Oh yeah, you definitely. Know, I mean, as far as the which which side of the scales is this going to go on? It's it's on the it's on the evil side. It's on the we made a deal with the <laughs> devil side. That's how we got this movie made because we made a deal with the devil. <laughs> That's the side that it's going to be on. Uh, yeah. But it, is it as bad as as steel? No. Is it as bad as um, uh, Daredevil? Batman, it's Batman close. Robin. Batman Robin level. No, it's, it's not that bad. It's not yeah. Batman and Robin level bad. Uh, I have still not seen Electra. I can't compare it. I've been you're saving. Probably, you'd probably be fine without that. Unless they're going to do an Electra uh, Netflix. And we're going to have to go and well, it's going to be another bonus coverage. I mean, technically season two would be 
something. Yeah, that could Daredevil yeah. season two is something we could have done both Electra and Punisher bonus coverage, which maybe we should. Maybe later on, maybe that's our our summer project next summer or something. Is is just to get through these other movies because we also have the Spider Man movie coming out. We didn't do any coverage of the Spider Man stuff except for the. Mm. I think we did coverage for Amazing Spider Man two, maybe. Okay. But anyway, you know, I, I I'm saving Electra for a special occasion. I don't know Oy. what that occasion needs to be. Oh, I don't know if I want to go down that road again. That was. I'm not making anyone go down the road. <laughs> you know? Listeners, please save us. No, but no, here's what no. I feel bad about, dude. Here's the thing I feel bad about. We were going to have, cause this is a fun one off, you know, that we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked with Evan, uh, see what he, him coming on. He hates ghost rider. He hates the character. Um, <laughs> he, he, he hates just the idea of, of what the character, the stories bring, you know, as far uh-huh. as some of the, the occult stuff that goes into it and stuff like that, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I can understand that. I, I do understand it. And there's some things in some of the comics I've read, especially newer ones that have made me uncomfortable. Uh, not even just, not even the all new ghost rider, but uh, I yeah. can understand. You're talking about like a bunch of like 2000. Yeah. Those yeah. Most, or, yeah. Around that time. Um, Side note, uh, the worst comic book I own is a Ghost Rider comic book. Uh-oh. <laughs> I bought it because it had Archangel guest starring in it, and I read it, and I'm just like, this is complete garbage. This this comic book is terrible because it starts in the middle of a scene. It gives no context to what happened in the previous issue, and then you have no idea what the stakes are. It, it was awful. It's It's my example of a badly written comic book. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So anyway, Evan wasn't going to join us. Yeah. Daniel can't join us. But we were talking to Stuart, who is our our news guy, our intelligence officer, and he watched Ghost Rider specifically so he could come on with us and then he got sick today and couldn't join us. So I do feel bad that I put him through the experience of, of watching this this movie and then there was no payoff for him it sounds like he shouldn't have signed that contract that he, you offered him it is you know that's exactly what it is <laughs> it's that devil contract you sign that devil contract there will be the ironic ending and and in this one he watched the movie but then oh he got sick oh. yeah. another one suffering from nick nick cage <laughs> It can be you, can, you have to take it in small doses. There's a maximum daily load of Nick Cage. So you have to be careful how much you consume. Well, I almost thought that we had to deal with the devil because we had the um, we had both we prepared to do this episode. And then Skype kept crashing because call recorder needed an update that I wasn't aware of. And yeah, we strange fixed things it. Happen. Strange things happen around Ghost Rider. <laughs> we fixed it. So we have this hour. This hour has redeemed the time spent preparing. For it. <laughs> and so now, now we have a spirit of justice, not yes. a spirit of vengeance. So, yes. <sighs> well, I think that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I think it's oh, oh, one last thing. Let's oh, compare yes. our ghost riders, Johnny blaze okay. versus Robbie Reyes. Mm. We have two live action ghost riders now that we can compare. Yeah. Let's compare the look. The feel, the touch. 
Well, one thing we haven't seen yet from our race is uh, any kind of chains in terms of powers being used, which is heavily used in the two movies. I did hear. Didn't he use a chain? Not officially as a as a weapon. Not he okay. never heated All up right. his chain, and you never didn't catch anybody. And because they were using was... that in a lot of the visuals for San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, there. Well. It's definitely uh, an aesthetic that that is associated with him, and and it, they it, use it on all of their posters. Yeah, but they're, they're playing up on it, but yeah, and, and and there was some implied, I think, in that very first episode that maybe someone got hit by some projectile, but it wasn't nothing visually. We haven't seen it actually being used, and he did chain up some person, like they had regular yeah. non non heated up chains like up against the wall, but we haven't seen him. We've seen him light up uh, pipes and different okay. objects, a wrench. But we haven't seen him light up, um, light up the changes. So maybe there's some they're kind of holding back and saving. And then there's for, also the penance stare that we haven't the seen. Penance yet. stare. We have not seen a penance stare. Which is a in all new Ghost Rider, the comic book with this Robbie Reyes guy. Has he used yeah. that? I don't think he has. I, it's I, I I can't remember already. But. I know that I know that the well somewhat spoiler. I know that the 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 Blaze character uses it on him. And 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 you found him to not you know to be in you know not the you know he him to be worthy and all that kind of yeah. stuff but but I don't yeah I don't think he I don't think he ever he used it or had it well and and the penance stare is a cool power I can't Very remember cool. if we talked about this or not but it, I I created a, a superhero character a long time ago and it had a power similar to this where it revisits the sins that you have visited upon someone. And so like when you do, if you've done something evil to someone, the pain that you've caused them will be put on you when this weapon is used on. And then I'm like, this is so cool. This is so original. And then I'm like, oh, Ghost Rider, Penance yep. Stare, where basically you're, you, he causes you to pay for your sins by, by having them visited on you. It's one of the it's one of the uh, the the cooler elements that they've had in the movie too. I thought they did I thought they did a good job with in the first one, yeah, yeah, demonstrating what what that would be like. Um, I guess also too the kind of the um, the supernatural element with the vehicle itself, where the the motorcycles you know driving up buildings and going across bridges and, and answering know, a whistle jet, jet skiing yeah we answer a whistle it comes to them on a call but I thought it was actually <laughs> when you watch it it's cool because it, it's a call back to what Carter Slade guy you know with the what the Phantom Rider does with his horse so yeah, yeah. it was, was a nice parallel there um, but yeah we haven't seen we haven't seen the the we see the car flip and you know you know light up and fly and do a little bit of that but not. You know, nothing driving up. A, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we will, but we haven't seen it drive up the side of a building or do anything. Or it was like a. It became a jet ski at one point in the movie where he falls into the water and he's driving across the water. What, so points to Nick Cage <clears throat> for the motorcycle. I think the motorcycle <laughs> is cooler. Yeah. Um, but I also think the car is cheaper because <sighs> they can do some flame stuff around the car. And I, I just think you don't, have to see the, you don't have to see the person. You don't have to see the driver. Yeah. So you can kind of hide that, that, you know, the cost of you know, having the flickness goal. So you can focus on the car and it's more of an inanimate object. So it's probably easier to, to, to light. And points to Robbie Reyes for his CGI. Oh yeah. 
He he looks this transformation better. is way way better. Yeah. yeah, and that was one of the things going on. You know, if you, if you the first the first episode, that was kind of the thing. Like, how, how does the movie, which you know the budget of a hundred and whatever million was, ten million dollars, you know, not even live up to what they can do on a TV show? So. Yeah, and... but you know, Mark is he's he's really. I mean, he 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 does a lot with um you know with what he has, and, and I think a lot of that is not necessarily money. It's just you know skill. I mean, he just has a lot of experience and. He and and I think him um the other guy um Kevin um Lydon anyway he he um he's one of the guys also works with him he worked on um Preacher and 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 he had a lot of um you know great visuals on that show too and so I mean you just have good good talent too I think you know makes a big makes a big difference and there's some you know skill with the the techniques that they are using now with motion capture that have really advanced uh even even from 2011 it just there's there's a lot more you know you think about like planet of the apes and what they did on the hobbit movies and i think there's just more knowledge and and you know it's easier for them to you know do a lot more more that rendering even on a tv budget they're able to do that yeah it's just but i think just the their decisions too like the like what to like what type of skull and the shape and yeah they they have an attention to detail on the show that I I actually really enjoy because when you you capture a screenshot or whatever and you zoom in you actually see that it has a lot of these cracks and stuff in it and yeah. there's different in there stuff when it when it animates they it doesn't animate it doesn't light up just one way like it does on the movie where it's just a lit skull they have like little flames that come out from the sides depending upon the action of the ghost rider. So they almost look like exhaust pipes coming out the side of the skull. Hmm. And then in the middle, there's the V, which is, you know, similar to the, on the hood. And so <clears throat> you can see like a different actions that, I mean, we've only had a, you know, a couple of visuals now, but I, you can see when you, when you watch, when you rewatch it, you can see there's these little nuances that they're given to um, the way they light, light up the skull to, um, you know, to signify action. Whereas in the movie, it's almost kind of one note. It's just, it's lit and it kind of changes color here and there, but you don't have anything like where's a vent coming out because he's, you know, he's punching something. He's like exerting some kind of energy and it's almost mechanical. So I think that's kind of cool about that, that, that visual. Yeah. So points, points to Robbie Rez for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's much better too on the show where the, where the, they have almost shot for shot. The skin is melting like they did in the first reveal. Mm-hmm. And, Robbie Reyes' version was like it was way better. It was just the you know the level of detail where his face and he has the emotion and yeah, you can, there's just there's the characterization even within that melt that that they they didn't have it as much. Maybe it's technology, but they didn't quite have it in the in the movie. Yeah. Now I would also give points to Robbie Reyes, even though we haven't seen much. I feel like that Robbie Reyes is truer to the Robbie Reyes in the comics, then yeah. Johnny blaze, Nick cage is to the Nick yeah. K or to the Johnny blaze of the comics. Um, yeah. so I, I, I give points there. I don't know. Do you have any points you want to give? I no, mean, I think I, that, I think, yeah, I think that's pretty much right on. I mean, there's, there's, it's funny. You're, you're talking about the occult stuff. I mean, the, the version in the comic book, there's much more like much more occult in terms of where his origin first came from. Whereas yeah. it, it's a little more muddled. And like you know, like how how he got dragged into having the devil come into his life versus where here it was 
in the movie it was more random and it didn't feel like it was something that he he didn't call upon it in a way no. where in the comic he kind of he's kind of already messing in around in that world before anything ever happens any deals are made um so yeah there's definitely but in and in robbie ray's in the show it doesn't definitely feels like there's almost one for one in a way they change up a few things with his age but so far it, it seems to be holding a lot truer to the comic i think even if they change everything else that we don't know yeah. It's still yeah. truer <laughs> as far yeah, as the character goes. Maybe not the origin, because Johnny Blaze's origin plays out comic book origin. I mean, it, mm-hmm. with with uh, accidents, the you know traveling mm-hmm. with the carnival, and yeah. you know all that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. So, I, boy, I I really don't think I have anything more to say about these movies. I think no. <laughs> so. I'm yeah. just going to say thank you for listening now and thank you for joining me, Ben, but also thank you for listening listeners and definitely go to welcome to level seven.com slash feedback to find all the different places and all the different ways you can contact us and tell us that we are way off in our, <laughs> in our estimation of ghost rider <laughs> one way or the other. Maybe we were too hard on it. Maybe we weren't hard enough, but let us know. If these are, if these are your favorite movies, we are so sorry. I'm so sorry. Cause yeah. they're not ours, <laughs> but I own them. I bought them. <laughs> That's okay. You're a completist. And I, part of the collection. I need to part of the collection. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Do you have any, any last words, any parting words? Well, the thing about legends, sometimes they're true. Thanks for listening to Welcome to Level 7. You've heard us, now we'd love to hear from you. Go to welcometolevel7.com slash feedback where you can contact us through our website. You can also leave us a voicemail by calling one seventy seven fifty five level 7 you can also join the lively conversation going on at facebook.com slash welcome to level seven or connect with us on Twitter where we're level seven pod. And remember the seven is spelled out. Our theme music is the light fantastic by JS Earls. And you can find that at transplant.bandcamp.com. Welcome to level seven is a proud member of the noodle mix network. Find more of our award winning and award nominated podcasts to make you think laugh and succeed at noodle.mx. Learn how to podcast, get productive in your personal and professional life, theorize over TV shows, laugh with our clean comedy, delve into science fiction and philosophy, learn critical thinking from movie reviews and more at noodle.mx. MX. And once again, thanks for listening. So, hey, since last episode, Luke Cage has dropped. It has. It, and it broke the internet. So it, it, yeah. it, it, so it was very popular over the weekend. I had to avoid certain parts of Twitter. I just didn't even go. I stayed away. I stayed away. There was there was things flying on the internet. I, yeah, I did. I did finish though. I, I I forced myself, and I have some stuff recorded. So look forward to sending those off to you. I have not finished yet. Uh, I have been sending in. You know, I have sent in voicemails for every single episode of every single Netflix thing. So one way or another, that stuff is going to have to get used somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, and. I have not finished it, but I'm, 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 I'm more than halfway, more than halfway. Well, but... you're going from maybe the first, maybe the first episode. And then, you know, what you're you know, cause we kind of talked about expectations. Uh, what do you, what, what did you, what, what did you feel 
when you, you know first you know first episode and just maybe no, no spoiler but just yeah just briefly it. i'm i'm enjoying it um there's there's elements i mean it just to let people know it's violent uh mm-hmm. there's lots of language but not from luke cage yeah um, uh, no no fiddle faddle comes out of him no. or as little as possible <laughs> and and it gives him reason to say sweet christmas right because he yep. doesn't mm-hmm. use that language um the first episode there's pretty much as close to wearing nothing as you can get for mm-hmm. <laughs> some of the characters oh, yeah. um without actually saying oh they're not wearing anything because oh there's some fabric there um and but, the angle of the camera they, yeah yeah but yeah it's pretty close but um you know so just be aware of those things but uh the whole i love the vibe i'm just going to yeah. throw that out there right now i mean there's a, the vibe of the you know 70s black exploitation films but also um the music harkens back for me to all of the different uh 70s uh kung fu movies mm-hmm. which you know are, are another element of of uh um exploitation cinema that that was popular in the seventies, um, especially yeah. in, in like African-American neighborhoods and that kind of thing. And so um, just, the, and then the, there's the hip hop vibe as well. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm really, uh, it's, it's different. It's, it's not, it's not as fast moving as daredevil necessarily, but I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. And so that's, it's about yeah. as spoilery as I want to get. There's there's things yeah. to talk about. There, of but, course. But the the origin, mm-hmm. it's pretty much the comic book. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's a, there's a few things with his backstory there that you know when when people get to it, maybe if they've read the comic, they might be like, hmm, that was an interesting change. Well, but, I mean, uh, the, I mean the superhero. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the superhero yeah. origin, as far as the, oh, whole, the being, powers. Yeah, being in prison, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. um you know, experimented on kind of, I mean, they, they change a little bit here and there, but, um, oh, yeah, they're pretty true to, yeah, they're pretty that, true to that. Like, he, you know, the experimentation and, and then even the visual of some of the, some of the scenes where, yeah, yeah you could tell that the inspiration came straight from the book. Oh, he's wearing a tiara in a scene. I mean, he's definitely wearing a tiara. It's there. He's definitely. He's definitely wearing a tiara. He has some kind of gauntlets on and so they MCU yeah, it nicely. Indeed. Indeed. That's, yeah. They definitely, in, it, and then the, you know, he, he, you will see him in his in in, in the uh, the full out of the nineteen seventies outfit there there. So if you if you're hoping and you're you're dreaming and you haven't seen the show yet, you you will see that. So they go something there. To look, something to look forward to. So if you've seen the the, the original cover, it's uh, yeah that outfit is definitely in full effect. Um, yeah, I, I I really I really enjoy. Uh, I, I I you know I've, I've completed it, so. You know, I'm kind of I've been looking back because there was moments in the show where I was like, oh, OK, I'm not really sure where you're going here. But I think overall, compared to Daredevil and Jessica Jones, um, they really because I don't think you ever really see uh, Matt Murdock and Jessica Jones really interacting with their neighborhood in it in as deep a way as you see in this in this uh, series. And I think the the neighborhood really gets a chance to. Um, be a be a character yeah. in the in the sh- in the show more so than we've seen before, and really more so than we've seen in any other of the MCU. We haven't really seen everything's like on these global scales with, on the movie side. We don't really even see anything from a city scale, and then on the 
like Agents of Shield sort of mirrors that as well. You never, they never, it's, except for like, I mean, I'm hoping we see more in LA. Yeah. But, but we haven't seen like this level of, of detail given to the the city and then a particular neighborhood and then of the the side characters. Anyone who's an, a, a supporting character really gets a chance to. Maybe, 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 maybe you don't like that, you know, like that could be a, a turnoff for you, but I think you really get a chance that they get a chance to grow and, you know, you get a good sense of who they are um, in relations to him, but also just in general relations to the neighborhood. And what does that mean for, yeah, I mean, I was a fan, I, I guess the showman, he was, um, he was a big fan of the wire. And so me being a fan of the wire, I can see <laughs> some of that influence, you know, like there's this, um, the system analysis kind of thing that, that goes on um, in that type of um, writing style and also kind of way, the way you present an issue where like you give, you know, quote unquote villains, you know, these are definitely villains in the show, but you know, the, you know, the, the bad guys, right. So they, but they get equals to you no know, time. They get to, you get to kind of understand what their motivations are. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know if they do it. I don't know if they do it at the level that you see in the wire. So if you're expecting that level where like, you know, they're digging down on like management styles, you don't see quite that level, but you definitely get a chance to see, okay, this is the organization. This is the person running it. And these are the kind of the, you know, the characters and these are the kind of the rules that they play by. And, and, and they, they're not, they're not shortchanged in terms of like not having enough screen time or you could always have more, obviously they can have their own series, but they don't, this is still Luke Cage. <laughs> Um, but you definitely get a chance to to kind of be in that, you know, like okay, this is what their this is what their motivations are. So I, I don't I don't feel like you'll, you'll be disappointed, you know, in that type of thing if you if like that kind of storytelling. And then the other thing I'd throw out there is I've heard people say it's slow. I've even heard people say it's boring. I think they're wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're absolutely wrong. It's not boring. It's it's the pacing is it takes its time because it's building and. Yeah. It's I would also Iron Man movie. You're not going to fly no. around the city. You're not. He doesn't have laser blasters and things like that. And he's if you're into ninja kicks and stuff like that, he's not. He's not the dare. He's not daredevil. He's not. That's not his power set. No. So you're not going to see him doing these crazy acrobatics and things like that. You're going to see him punching people and not being hurt when people are shooting guns at him. I mean, that's that's what you expect of that. You know, go into it knowing that. When you shoot him with a gun, that's kind of his power, you know, not to die. So, <laughs> and then when he when he punches someone, it hurts them very badly. So, these are kind of the things to look for. So, if you're looking for something else, I, I mean, watch the trailer, and that's kind of what you get. But I'd, gonna... I'd also say take your time. You don't <clears throat> take your time. There is exactly. no rush in this one. No. I mean, I I I don't feel the urgency to binge watch Luke yeah. Cage. I do feel like I want to know what's going to happen. I want to see the next episode, but I don't feel this urgency. Like I must watch the next one. I must watch the next one. And I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, yeah. it's, it's fine as it is to say, you know what, just watch it and then take some time, you know, go. I, I, I liked, I, I mean, I had spent like you, I was going, you know, just two episodes. I just didn't want to be spoiled. So that's kind of where I kind of uh, came in. And then things really, I mean, you haven't got there yet, but things do really pick up in the second half of this of the of the season. So you know, like you know, it'll be interesting to see how you know if your view changes. Well, I've I've but, I've watched uh, through episode eight. Through episode eight, yeah. So yeah. When, when you know it gets it gets, it gets going, it, but there's still it's still that's the style, and and there's a lot of information about the neighborhood that 
I mean, I, I didn't know about. And so I actually stopped a few times and just like, what are they, what are they referring to? Like, Oh, this, you know, this, this building or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, this, this is a historical event. So I, I would look it up and I was oh, okay. So there's like these things, if you want to get taken aside in, in the, in the show that I think they do a good job of, of putting these little things out there and just like, let them, they just let them go. It's like, Hey, this is a thing. And Hey, if you want to go research more on this, it's, it's, you know, it's like one of those, there's some literary references here and there too. So if you, you know, yes, if you want to yeah, yeah, deep dive on some of those other references they make, that you could definitely get sidetracked, and it's 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 very um, you can there's almost an academic feel to it, like where you're you know you're doing like a you know deep level analysis of of different things if you really want to get there, or you can just you know enjoy it for the show that it is. But there's definitely times where you can pause and you know after the episode's over and maybe like think about those things. So I think it does. I th- I think it benefits a, a slow a slow binge. Yeah. And, and I'll also say, I guess, and this will be like my, I guess my last word on this for now, the cast is incredible. It mm-hmm. is incredible. They, yeah. I don't think there's a stinker in the bunch. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, no, there's not, there's not, there, there's no one in the show where I just been like, ah, oh, come on. Jessica Jones, I can think of one or two people where I'm like, eh, they're okay. But, <laughs> the upstairs neighbors, yeah, they can. They yeah, know. well, and, and uh, the the uh, the one cop, um, um, and then with with Daredevil, yeah, I'd have to think about it, but there's no one that comes right right to mind. But yeah, so yeah, bottom line, you know, it's Watch a, it. it's, it's different. It's very different. Yeah, watch it and, and you know take it for what it is and and you know I think it's it's worth watching and if you haven't watched it yet get on it and and take your time and you know and have fun and have fun with it exactly. All right, well thanks Ben. All right, All thank right. you Ben. See you next week for our regular scheduled Agents of Shield. Oh, it's gonna be exciting. Hopefully everything works. No more no more hydra hi- hijinks. <laughs> <laughs>